What's up, everybody? This is Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. It's Monday, June 17th, and we've got some good stuff for you today. Or at least I hope you find it good stuff. We'll see. I'm moving forward. Um, so let's get right to the news. Um, so this, there was a, this was a sluggish week for the box office for movies this week. Men in Black International came out as the winner of this weekend at the box office. Um, and the movie only made $28.5 million. So that's how bad of a weekend the box office had. Um, but to be fair, Endgame has played out, has played itself out. Um, it finally fell out of the top 10 in the box office. So, you know, it's, I mean, it, this was bound to happen. So Endgame finally lost its, its stuff, shall we say? Um, and I don't think Endgame's going to have enough to get to Avatar. I mean, it's, it's still down 40 five and a half million dollars so it's not looking likely but hey endgame had a hell of a run though you can't say anything against that though um but anyway um the box office should get a big boost this coming weekend with toy story 4 coming out on friday a lot of people are anticipating this movie um and with all the positive reviews that we've heard about it, this should be a very good movie, too. So, But, you know, we'll see how the box office goes. We'll look at the numbers next week, maybe. Who knows? Um, the actor who portrays Drax in The Guardians of the Galaxy or of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Bautista. He's a former wrestler, and he also said he would go broke before wrestling again. That's very interesting. I guess he has enjoyed his time as an actor. Um, I guess he loves playing the role of Drax in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So... And I thank him for his performance as Drax. I mean, Drax is a pretty fun character. Um, I don't think we've seen all of Drax's potential in the movies, but, you know. I, I mean, Dave Bautista is doing the best he can. Or the he's doing his best to make sure this character is exactly what everyone wants out of him. So, um, excuse me. Um, but India just increased tariffs on the U.S. Ex, on U.S. exports. Dealing another blow to the fragile global trade. Um, 
but you know, I don't know exactly how the global trade is going for per se. Um, but I know this isn't necessarily really good for the U S. Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, India has the rights to do whatever they want. So it's, I mean, I forgot what the article said about the, what the tariffs were going to be on specifically, but we'll, we'll look it up since I have forgetful memory. Um, I got to find the article first. I don't know where it was. I had to be in like world or well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Um, I have no idea where this is. Well, you know what? I, yeah, I mean, I guess we're just gonna have to leave that topic alone because I don't, I don't know enough about it. I haven't educated myself enough about this topic, but I know it's not good <coughs> for everyone. So, um, amid measles outbreak, New York is requiring school children to be vaccinated, even if the parents have religious affiliations and I'm not sure that's a good idea. Um, I don't think it's a good idea at all to be forcing this. I mean, well, this is, this is one of those hard topics that you have to say either you're doing or you're not. So, Um, but, you know, um, but I think in order to keep kids from having measles, I think this has to be done as bad as it might be for your religious affiliations, but you got to make sure that they're not, I mean, measles, that's, that's pretty serious, right? Well, not, I don't know. I mean, childhood infection created, caused by a virus, you know? I mean, all you need is a vaccine to make sure it doesn't spread. I mean, it's extremely rare. There's fewer than a thousand cases per year. Um, but, I mean, once it gets spread, it gets spread. And there's no really any doing anything else with it, really, so. Not great. Um, spending time in nature boosts the health. 
a study says two hours a week just soaking in nature can be helpful to your mental and physical state. So, <laughs> in other words, go outside, get some nature, is basically the point of this article. So, um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be physical exercise. Just soaking, just going outside and enjoying the nature and what you see outside can be beneficial to your health and hopefully leading you to live a better life, you know? Um, so that's something you want to keep an eye on or monitor or, or just go outside, just sit and enjoy what you're looking at. And we're not talking about like cities and stuff. No, you need to go to like a park or something like that. Open trees, open area, just sit back enjoy the nature, and it should help your health, in theory, but, you know, um, last news note for today, the tree thought to have inspired Dr. Seuss's The Lorax has fallen down, well, <laughs> we know how that turned out during, um, or turned out for The Lorax during, uh, the book and the movie, so, um, I don't know if this is, this is a, I, I don't know if Dr. Seuss foretold that this was going to happen or something like this was going to happen, but, you know, the tree has fallen now, so, now granted, it wasn't, I doesn't, it wasn't chopped down from what I read, um, so, it's not like it was chopped down for per other purposes. But it's still sad to see that this tree has fallen. I mean, it inspired a great writer to write a great book. So, but, yeah, it, it is what it is. So, moving on to our sports for today. Sweden, yesterday, took out Thailand 5-1 to one in the World Cup, Women's World Cup yesterday. 34 attempts to... <laughs> Thailand's five, six corners to Thailand's zero, 66% ball possession for Sweden, 85% pass accuracy to Thailand's 66%, and Thailand had the only two yellow cards in that game. I did say Sweden should win like 5 nothing or 6 nothing. so I also said the U.S. should win that like that against Chile, but, you know, <laughs> we're getting ready to get into that. Um Speaking of that game, <clears throat> the U.S. dominated that game. 25 attempts to Chile's one. 15 corners to Chile's one. 68% ball possession for the U.S. 84% pass accuracy to Chile's 67%. Two yellow cards for the U.S. and three for Chile. Um, we only won... Th the U.S. only won three to nothing, but... It very easily could have been six or seven to nothing if Chile's goalie Endler wasn't say wasn't playing out of her mind. Now I can understand why people call her the greatest goalkeeper in the world in the women's game. I I can definitely see it now. Um, it was it was a great performance. 
we were dominating the game, though, still, so that's good. That's the good news there. Um, but on to today's games. We're on to the last match days. Group B takes center stage at noon. On FS1, you got China versus Spain. That's a massive game. And on Fox, you have South Africa versus Germany. This will wrap up Group B. Um, Spain, China, to see who's guaranteed a spot in the knockout stage is huge because both have three points right now. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. Oh. I think Spain is the better team. I think Spain will take down China. China's going to... I mean, China's almost through on the third place groups, so... They should make it through, but I I won't guarantee that. Um, Germany should beat South Africa, though. That's... I'm, I mean, I don't see any other way that can go, so... Um, and then Group A wraps up at 3 o'clock. On Fox, you have France, Nigeria, and FS1, you have Korea, South Korea versus Norway. Nigeria might give France a little bit of trouble. I honestly, I mean, maybe. I think France will ultimately dominate the game, but Nigeria could give them some fits on the counterattack. Um, um, but, you know... Ultimately, France is probably going to win this game. Norway should beat South Korea, too. So, we'll see how it moves forward. Um, it's a big day. Four games. That won't happen again until Thursday when Group E and F, and it, or it's the last day of the groups, excuse me, group stage. So, should be fun. Um, to say the least. Um, CONCACAF Gold Cup. Um, recap yesterday. Haiti beat Bermuda 2-1. to one. 19 shots to 7 shots for Bermuda. 54% possession for Haiti. 5 corners to 6 corners for Bermuda. 92% pass accuracy to Bermuda 79%. Both teams had a yellow card. And for a, second, a brief second there, I thought Bermuda was going to win their... <laughs> their first ever game in the Gold Cup. <clears throat> but then Haiti was like, no, thank you. We're going to win that. No problem. Oh. Man. Oof. A little tired out here. Um, but um, the other game, Costa Rica destroyed Nicaragua four to nothing. Um so and it was really quite interesting to um, well it wasn't quite interesting to watch Costa Rica win four nothing. They um outshot Nicaragua thirteen to seven, fifty seven percent ball possession, eighty four percent pass accuracy to Nicaragua's eighty nine percent, and then both teams had a yellow.
Um, and honestly, those results were to be expected. So, you know, um, today, Curacao takes on El Salvador at seven. I think El Salvador wins this game, but Curacao might give them a fight. Um, ultimately, this game is being played in Jamaica, so I have no idea what, what's going to happen in actuality. Um, then at 9.30, approximately, we have Jamaica-Honduras. And Jamaica should win this since they're on their home turf. But this is a huge game to start the Gold Cup for Jamaica. Their tough, uh, Arguably their toughest opponent is their first game in the World, uh, Gold Cup. So, um, you know... I, I don't know. I assume Jamaica will win this game, but Honduras could very well give Jamaica a heck of a fight. Thankfully, the U.S. men's national team starts their Gold Cup journey tomorrow at 10 o'clock against Guyana in Minnesota. But we'll we'll get you there tomorrow when that preview. Well, we'll preview that tomorrow so that you're up to date on that. Um, College World Series. Um, Vanderbilt took out Louisville in a great game. Um, um, Vanderbilt's, oh, God, what was his name? I have no idea. Whoever their leadoff hitter is hit two home runs in that game to and got all three RBIs to win the game three to one, so that was that was fantastic on Vanderbilt's part. Um, apparently, Mississippi State came back to beat Auburn because last I saw, Auburn was up three to one. So, and Mississippi State came back to win it five to four. So, I mean, that's nice, I guess. <coughs> um but today the first elimination game of the College World Series is at two o'clock on ESPN between Arkansas and Texas Tech. Um I think um Texas Tech will get the job done. I really don't see how they I mean, someone's got to win, but I think, honestly, the better game for me is the one at 7 o'clock on ESPN, Michigan, Florida State. Two teams that were literally the last four in to this tournament are both 1-0 in the College World Series and about to face each other. Tonight. And there's something special about this Florida State team. Let me tell you. Legendary coach Mike Martin is retiring at the end of this season. So you know they want to give him a win to go out on. Or his his first and would be only national championship. You know they want to make sure you you know they want to give him a win just for that reason alone. Um, Michigan, on the other hand, got their first win in the College World Series in a long time. 
And remember, they took down the number one national seed in the um, the Super Regionals, UCLA in the Super Regionals. So, um, I think Florida State will win this game. I think it's, I think it's going to be Florida State and Vanderbilt in the championship finals. And I don't know how that's going to go yet because I'm still sticking with my <coughs> Vanderbilt national champion prediction until I have reason to believe that it won't happen, which I do not have reason for yet. So, <laughs> um, but you know, We'll see how it goes today. Um, final thoughts about the U.S. Open. Tiger Woods finished yesterday strong. I mean, he was at two over par, and he ended up finishing two under par. Or do no, 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 no. Was he three under par? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, <coughs> I'm getting there. Oh, no, Tiger finished two under. But still, that was tied for 21st. That ain't bad. Um, Kuchar, tied for 16th, three under. Molinari, tied for 16th, three under. Webb Simpson. The amateur, Victor Hovland from Oklahoma State, finished tied for 12th at four under. That's crazy. <clears throat> Rory McIlroy, tied for ninth, five under. Stenson, Chess and Hadley, both five under. Louis Alstusen and Adam Scott, both tied for seventh, six under. Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, Chez Revy, and Justin Rose all finished tied for third at seven under. Brooks Kapka finished second, ten under. And Gary Woodland won the, his first major title at 13 under. That impressive second round got him the title. Because if he would have had a 68, we would have had a playoff. So, but, you know. Good for Gary Woodland for getting his first major. I hear he's a great guy. The, the players all love him. Fans love him. So it's good to see the guy get his first major trophy. Um, Tiger. I've also seen where it says that he's not going to compete until the Open Championship in wherever in Scotland or wherever the heck it is. Does the Open change? Um, next month in July. I mean, um, Royal Portrush. Is that where it usually is? Is that where you whatever regard whatever um but Tiger's apparently not gonna compete in a tournament until then because he's gonna take a family vacation take some time off as long as he gets his practice round in the week of the open I he should should <coughs> be fine I would think I mean or I hope anyway but. Well, I mean, we'll see as it goes along. 
Um, we hope he does well. Well, I hope he does well. I would hope the game of golf hopes he does well and comes back and gets gets going quickly at the Open, but we'll see. You know, the Open has proven to be a beast sometimes, or the majority of times, really. Um, big news in soccer. Um, Mauricio Sarri is leaving Chelsea to become the Juventus manager. Not exactly a big shocker. I mean, it was clear Chelsea didn't like how Sarri was running the team, so he was like, I'm going to get out of here and go coach Ronaldo. So, um, but, you know, and sources say that Chelsea has or is going to offer Frank Lampard a Chelsea legend a three-year deal to coach the team. Um. Personally, I don't know if this move is actually going to help Juventus and Ronaldo be better after their debacle against Ajax. Or was it Ajax? Yeah, it was Ajax, right? Champions League? I, I, I don't know. Um, but I think, I mean, bringing in a legacy player or a player who used to be, <laughs> bless me, <clears throat> I think bringing in a legendary player is not always the best move for a, co- or for a team as a coach. Um, I, I mean, it, it works out sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. We'll just have to See, I mean, first off, if they're going to offer him it, I don't even know if he's going to take it. So, I mean, you would think he has to take it, right? Being a Chelsea legend, you get to coach your team that you played for so long, for 13 years for, and scored over 100 goals for. You would think that's the dream job right there. Um, But, you know, sometimes that's just not how they want to do it. Um, I, de- I mean, Chelsea's got talent. I mean, they showed that off in the um, Europa League final against Arsenal. They have talent. They just need to put it together so that they can contend for Champions League titles and Premier League titles and, you know, in, the, in all of that. Um, but... You know, we'll see how it goes moving forward. Um, My last bit of news for the day goes to baseball. The Mets have lost Thor, as his nickname is, or Noah Syndergaard to the injured list with a hamstring strain. He's on the 10-day IL. And Robinson Robinson Cano returns for the... Mets. Apparently, Noah Syndergaard had a hit or left the game. Oh, yeah. oh I'll just wait. <clears throat> All right. Apparently, Noah Syndergaard left the game on Saturday during the seventh inning due to a hamstring strain, and now he's on the IL, so 
can't assume that he's doing much better yet. Hopefully it only keeps him on the 10-day IL. Nothing need to go further. Because um, when you're nicknamed Thor, that's pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> you know me. I'm a huge Marvel fan, so that's that's pretty awesome to me. But, I mean, this man's legendary. He's got a, He's got some legendary pitches when he wants to. He hasn't been great this year, but you know, um, some. I mean, sometimes you just have off years, off days, off games. I mean, you know, that's how it works sometimes. And you, you, you work as hard as you can to get the groove back, and so that you can play well again. You know, I mean. Look at Ryu for Do- the Dodgers. He's leading the NL National League in ERA right now. If I'm, if I believe I heard that correctly from last night. Um, let's not talk about the Cubs. <laughs> they're they're struggling away from Wrigley Field, and it's killing me. But um. Sometimes you just need to hit the restart button. Maybe this injury will help him get him back to 100% and get him back going strong. Don't know that for sure, obviously. Maybe he could make it worse. We don't know. But I hope Thor, I wish Thor well and hope he gets better. Um, but thank you for listening today. We'll be back tomorrow with new content. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow.